It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three-in-one podcast on finances, business, and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of TaylorMerrick.com, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello and welcome to episode number seven in the Taylor Merrick podcast. If you would like to subscribe to this feed, go out to TaylorMerrick.com, click on the blog link and you can subscribe in iTunes, or you can get the link to subscribe in your podcast aggregator if you have one or you can listen to it on a podcast player and you can also listen to it live right on the site just click on the blog and it'll list all the episodes and you can play it live I'd also encourage you to take the survey it's a blue button listener survey you can take it I won't know who you are even though they ask for your name and your address I won't know who you are it'll be completely anonymous so I'd encourage you to take that. Also write a review of it out on iTunes, Podcast Alley, and you can comment on it. Just go to taylormerrick.com on the blog link, and right beneath the post for the current episode, you can click on comment, add comment, whatever that is, and you can comment on the show. Here's a new thing I forgot to mention. Taylor Merrick Podcast now has a toll-free number. That number is 866-TMP-2860. You can call that and you can leave a message for if you have any questions, podcast ideas, comments, and you never know. It just might be played right here in the Taylor Merrick podcast in one of the podcasts that will be coming up. But for episode 7 today finances are going to be ways to become rich for business it'll be product the top of the bi triangle and for technology it'll be top web design mistakes but it gets started in finances there are plenty of ways to become rich i think one of the top ways people think that you can become rich it's by gambling. Now, that might make you rich because you won a million dollar, a couple million dollar jackpot. But if you look at it in reality, government gets at half of what you won. So if you won a million dollars, government gets like 500,000 of your cash. And then you're left with 500,000. 
And usually sometimes they don't give you the whole lump sum. Yeah, usually sign a sign an agreement and they pay you like this much per month. But gambling in the end does more harm than good. You can talk to many people that have won by gambling and become rich by gambling and they'll say I recommend you do not gamble because your life will be worse if you win the lottery than if you don't because if you gamble and you win and you won the lottery you're gonna have all these friends you'll think you'll have friends but they're really just friends that are after your money and your money will go even faster out the door than you thought possible. You might think that more money will solve all your problems. Well, in reality, money doesn't solve problems. It's you the person, you have to solve that problem. If you have a money problem, you need to get counseling, you need to get education. Well, counseling if needed, but you need to become educated first of all. You need to educate your person. Gambling is one of the top ways people think you can become rich but in reality you if you look in a definition of rich the person that makes an income of like a million dollars or more a year you can you can look up that definition for rich and there's also limitations that only the rich can become involved in so if you want to label put the label on yourself that I your name am rich you have there's a government actually shows you there's a definition in the stock market that whether you're rich or not it's something like you make four hundred thousand a year or million dollars a year I don't know the exact thing but it's a it's a high number and it's per year or per month and it's pretty much defined that you got you gotta be making cash flow and be generating some passive income to be an affluent investor. I think that's what it's called in the stock market. A uh, second way that you can become rich is uh, you can marry somebody for their money. So that some people do, they marry for their money. And then at mar those type of marriages usually don't last long because there's always arguments between what? Money. And sometimes the person that has all the money gets burned by the person that married them and vice versa so it's it's really not a good thing either way to marry because of money you don't you don't marry people for that reason there's different reasons that you marry them for but money oh that's that's something that'll drive your marriage down to two faster than you you can say oops third way that you can become rich is you, know, you can go steal money from the bank wouldn't recommend this but it could be very profitable but the risk is you could be caught and jailed for life and that's not one thing that I would recommend go steal a bank because there's it's a lot harder to rob a bank now and you you just don't do it because of common sense there's a fourth way to become rich which very little people know about and you few that are listening to this podcast and other people around the world there ain't there, it ain't a big percentage but there's a, a fourth way and that's this 
financial education, something that's talked about often here in the studios, talked about uh, richdad.com and a lot of other companies that you need to grow your financial education. You need to learn financial literacy, how to read financial statements. You're thinking, oh no, accounting. Yes, you have to learn accounting, but the accounting that you'll learn, once you learn it, you'll say, I wish I had learned this before because it's so good. And you need to increase your financial education, learning about ways to become rich, ways to hold on to your money, what vehicles you can use, how much money you can keep, pretty much basically all that this this podcast is about and many other podcasts out there need to increase your financial education in stocks, real estate, business, all the other areas so that you can then apply yourself and say, yeah, I'm financially savvy, my financial IQ, I know what to do if well, if X happens, then here's solution A, solution B, solution C, and they're all good ones. You have exit strategies. Financial education is what you need to learn. Financial IQ, financial literacy, all those terms are basically mean the same thing, but that's the way that I would recommend that for you to become rich. Learn about business learn about stocks, learn about real estate, whatever other vehicles are out there, what Henry Ford, what he says is the most important thing that people should do, but rarely do, is thinking. He lets other people answer questions so they can focus on more important things. You want to know a little about a lot that you can basically cover all the bases, but not cover them too deep. You can cover them deep if you want to, but that's totally up to you. But you want to have all your bases covered, all of it well-rounded. And that'll be it for finances. If you have an idea for a topic for finances, you can give us a call at 866-TMP-2860. Leave a voicemail for an idea that you have for your finances. And It'll probably be featured here, talked about. Now we move on to business. And business, I think we got a couple more planks to go in the BI triangle. But if all, all of you are wondering, well, what is at the top of this BI triangle? What's at the point at the top? Well, I'll let you know on that plank. That is product. I might think, oh, well, the product is the most important thing, so i got to spend all this time on it, make sure it's a really good product, and all this and that. But in reality, it ain't the most important. It's being supported by legal, by systems, by communications, by cash flow, most important at the bottom. It's actually being supported by all the other planks beneath it. So product really isn't the most important part. What you need is you need a strong base, a strong foundation, a strong bottom for your business so that you can basically, what the product is, you just plug in your idea. If you have a business of how to make widgets, really good widget, then you would just plug in the widget. What the widget is and maybe a couple description on that and what you'd 
couple descriptions on it and what you do and that's basically it that you do for product if you offer if, if you sell retail equipment retail store like target then basically it'd be what products do you sell and you plug that into product and that's basically it product for the bi triangle is basically the the product or service that your company is providing to the public and it's very simple it's what is it long cutting is it selling lollipops whatever it is you just take that and say yeah that's my product Wink, you plug it in and then that's that's it for <laughs> your product and you have that one filled that's an easy plank now you gotta spend the time on the rest of the planks you gotta spend it on legal and you gotta spend it on systems and communication and cash flow then uh, those are the more important things that you want to be focusing on basically product is a very it's not a very important plank but yet it is necessary for a business and it's meant to not be focused on as much because the ones beneath the product need to focus and that'll wrap it up for business and now we move on to technology and one this top today's topic is top web design mistakes mistakes that I see all the time when I'm out in the World Wide Web surfing the internet things that drive me nuts that I don't like on it and that I would prefer that company not to have because the company has this feel of its own and it just doesn't seem to fit with the company with the website I'll give you a uh, top three web design mistakes in my mind it could be you could go to Jacob Nielsen's top ten web design mistakes he has some great stuff there but for me personally my top three web design mistakes of 2006 are number three flash intros flash intros are dead gone and buried in <laughs> in ancient times in the internet history realm flash intros if people see it the uh, vast majority of the time if you have a skip intro that's what people will do they'll skip intro and go straight to your website or the rest of the majority they'll just bomb out of your site and you can forget about a potential customer there for your website flash intros were good in the old days maybe like a year or two ago they might have been a good thing but flash is used for very specific things that you need and I might devote an entire topic on flash for a podcast but for now I'll say that flash intros are not good they if anything give people a negative feeling for your website they drive people away from your site by the thousands and I know this because I hate flash intros too flash intros were good back then but now people want it people want to go straight to the point they want to see your website what do you do what do we got is it in 
for me? Is it good for me? Is this what I want? Yes, no. And usually they make that decision in the first five seconds when they come to any website. So in the first five seconds, they have to an you have to answer all those questions that the client is wondering, customer, people that are browsing it. You want to answer all those questions within the first five seconds, and if you don't, they're going to go right out. If it's a flash intro that they come to, if it's anything that takes a long time loading, if it isn't descriptive, it's going to drive people right out of your website. Flash intros are out, and going straight to the home page is in. That's what you want to do. You want to give people information because people are very picky now these days. They want information and they want it now. They don't want to wait. They want to see no flash intros. Second top web design mistakes that I am starting to see more uh, more apparent are flat are splash pages. So splash page is pretty much a basic thing like welcome to Happy Land, the land where you can. Well, welcome to the Happy Land website, the land where you can learn all about how to be happy and eat all the lollipops all day if you want. Click here to enter the site. You, a website is not like a one-page advertisement. Website is way more important than just a little one-page advertisement. That might be effective for paper advertising if you're gonna in in print advertising in print media but not on the internet realm it's not good there splash pages also they were even way before maybe two three years ago they were liked uh, for that but that was then this is now people want information instantly they want to go to your home page they don't want a splash page and as, and as good as it might be basically saying this is who we are this is what we do come on enter the site and uh, people I I don't know but for some reason that draws them away if, if you actually took a hit counter and you put it on a splash page and then you put it on your home page where it starts talking about the information where to enter now would link to you'd find more people hit the splash page and are drawn right back out of your site than they are to your home page and that's, that's a very key difference people want information they want it now and they want to see a site they want to see links they people have changed from couple years ago up until now they're very more picky more precise and so you have to cater to their needs and one of the things that you can do is if you have a splash page take it out and if you already have if you don't have a splash page leave it out it's as simple as that and the top web design mistake that I see constantly is templates templates and that's basically what that is is you're fitting your company into a cookie cutter that can repeat be repeated throughout the web like you can stamp stamp you know how you make cookies you have a cookie cutter and you 
well, yeah, that's something that's long gone too. Now it's like pre-cut, but basically it's a, it's it's a cookie cutter, and you make the same exact cookie every single time, no mistakes. And that's what some people use for their website. Now that, to me, templates are not helpful in the way that the way your company is and the way your company feels is a lot different than how it's going to be presented on a template. Let me explain what that is. People, when they come to a website, and if it's a template, they get a certain feel about your company that's totally different than if they go to where your location of business is, to your doorstep, literally. They get two different fields if they go to the website than they go to your place of business. If they go to your place of business after they've looked at your website, they might think, what is this? You know, now, now they get two mixed messages coming to them. You want to give them one strict message, this is who we are, this is what... You want to basically give them the feel of your company, and you want to present that as effectively as you can on your website and in your biz in your place of business. I've talked about this in previous podcasts. I think that was episode number two about templates and maybe a couple other areas, but if a template fits the feel of your business and does what you want for it and you interviewed your clients your customers and they say yeah your the way your website your template website feels and the way your business feels is one and the same then the template can be a good idea but for the vast majority templates are not not a good idea because of the way that your company feels it will be communicated it, there's a very good possibility that it can be communicated to your customer in the wrong way a way that could pot- potentially hurt your business more than it would do good for it those are my top three web design mistakes that I see out on the web as of current number one is templates number two is splash pages and number three is flash intros and I might as well say number four is navigation is placed in the wrong area. You do not put a navigation down near the bottom of your site where people have to scroll down to get to your navigation. You want navigation, home, about, contact, where we are. You want that all listed right at the top so when people come to your website, they see that. It would be top four web design mistakes. You want navigation at the top so people can see where they are and where they want to go right away. And if you, uh, as, as time goes on, I might be adding more web design mistakes that I see. If you see any web design mistakes that you think is looks wrong, you can call toll-free 866-TMP-2860 and you can tell me that or you can contact me simply by going out to taylormerrick.com clicking on contact me and you can write me an email say hey I found another really bad web design mistake and here's the website and there's what I think about it 
a website that I would recommend you can go to is and I'll have this posted out on the blog that and that's uh websites that suck dot com I know it might sound a little bit bad, but that person has the, the author of that website has really great ideas that a lot of people don't seem to be following and that how websites should look basically what I'm trying to communicate to you about how your your company website how your personal website should look and that will be it for technology I'd like to thank you for listening to episode number 7 in the Taylor Merrick podcast if you have questions, comments, ideas call our toll free number 866-867-2860 or you can contact me out on my website taylormerrick.com don't forget to tell your friends and family about this podcast and how much you're learning. My name is Taylor Merrick, and I'll see you next week. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.